0: two mats that's the number two m-a-t-t-s and there's a link in the show notes many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care plush care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey
1: Hello, and welcome to the New European Podcast. My name is Richard Porritt, and I'm joined by Steve Anglesey. Hello, Snowflakes. How are you, Steve? Uh, I am well. It's been an exciting week in politics. Another exciting general election week. Uh, we will do the news, of course, because we know full well, because you tell us all the time, that a lot of you just come here for your news. Don't? watch the BBC, don't read any of the papers apart from as you come here for your breaking news, so we will get to that shortly, and then we will crown a Brexit of the week as usual, won't we Steve? We will indeed. So where do we start? Tories?
0: Well should we start with the, well I mean the Tories are up in the polls. They are. Just, we said last week there was some signs that the polls were turning for Labour, That's that's proved not to have carried on
1: well. That, I mean, that's fairly um, common, isn't it, for for the for the opposition party to have a little spike in the polls when they start to get more coverage, yeah. when they start to get more um, more scrutiny of the of, of the incumbent. Um, so that was to be expected, and I think we saw a, a sharper rise in Labour's polls on the first weekend um, after campaigning. That that momentum hasn't continued. Um, of course, Labour have now got a manifesto out, which we'll get to. So we'll see what sort of traction that gets. Yes. But the Tories seem to be reasonably comfortable. And um, my poll of polls is well, your,
0: mat- your poll of polls is, is the big one. I would say that we haven't really seen any polls that have been carried out um, after the, the debate, let alone after Labour's manifesto launch. So that will be so that will be really interesting. But you know, the, it looks like Labour are going to have to you know put a sizeable dent in the in the tory lead just to have any sort of chance of a hong parliament let alone uh, a chance of of, um, of of you know forming a majority which of course john curtis has said is what did he say it was it was said it's almost zero Yeah, the chances yeah
1: and i mean we we've got my poll of polls has got liberal um. Um, Eleven points behind. Uh, has it? That's, already, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, and and I see that there's uh, there's another poll which is very similar. There is, to yeah. my poll. But I feel like someone might be. I think I think the do national newspapers and might be ripping off my poll of polls. Okay, good. Um, do you think they've sent somebody down to? Once you do it, you'll write down yours in crayon. I think I think my methods are being your methodology um, is being. Yeah. I mean, I've been very open about it because I'm an open and honest pollster. Well, you are. Um, and you sort of look at look at the polls in newspapers on the TV and then
0: sort of add them up, don't you? Well, it's on a bit. On the back of a beer mat. It's a bit more complicated. But you don't get as
1: many beer mats these days, do there you? There
0: aren't as many beer. I was going to say on the back of a fag packet, but of course you've stopped smoking. That's it, so. yeah. I'm done. I'm done good. with
1: the filth of cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> there are two things, aren't there, that we, we won't advertise um, on this podcast.
0: What's that? The oh, filth of cigarettes. T- tobacco. Yeah. yeah,
1: and? And um, uh, weaponry. Weaponry, that's banned. I think everything else is fine. Yeah. Um, so, Labour um, labour need... I, I, I wrote, actually, this week that a lot of election campaigns, this is something that I talk about a lot, are fought on either hope or fear. Yes. Um, so, the famous hope campaign, of course, was Obama in 2008. Yes, um, and Bill Clinton was the man from... The man from Hope, wasn't he? He was actually from Hope. He was, Hope. hope-, hope- Arkansas. And Arkansas. And we saw uh, uh, the Remain campaign was one that, that kind of played upon people's fears, you know, or, or looked to, whereas actually the Leave campaign was, was quite hopeful. Mm. So they're, they're often two themes. However, I think this one's a little bit different. I think the Tories are hoping... Um, sorry, know the Tories are fearful that Boris might drop the ball yes. and Labour are hoping that Boris might drop the ball and I think it needs some big turning point, doesn't it, um, for, yes, it for, does. for Labour and I'm not sure that's going to come out through their policies. I think it might have to come from a, 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 some kind of Tory disaster. Oh, sorry.
0: Was that a, was that a clock striking.
1: It seems to be <laughs> for whom the bell toll, It Seems to be is just it? that. Who we don't know for whom the bell is tolling just yet. We don't know. But that was perhaps this podcast. <laughs> yeah, maybe it is. That was me bashing something. My apologies. Um, so uh, we. we d- is there any chance of a hung parliament, Steve? Uh, in your opinion, or do we need that big sort of moment? Well, you, I, th- I think you are going to need a. I
0: mean, it's, it's not. I don't think it's critical for Labour just yet, but it's. No. But it's getting that way, isn't it? I, I mean, there are some nice signs for Labour. NHS has moved above Brexit as the the top issue um, uh, uh, in in one poll, and of course, you know, do people. When labour, when Labour say the Tories are going to sell off the NHS, and the Tories say categorically we're not going to sell off the NHS, do people really believe the Tories, or do they do they think well you you are probably going to sell off little bits of the NHS, or are you going to open up little bits of the NHS?
1: I think I think you know during the debate, and we'll speak about that in a, in a bit more detail in a second, but. Corbyn was desperate to get onto the NHS very quickly. He'd clearly been briefed get the NHS up there front and, front and centre, and he did that. Yes. Um, and it, it wasn't actually until we had the whole bit about how would Jeremy campaign and what would he vote if there was a second referendum that actually I think Corbyn sort of clawed it back a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then
0: there's some, you know, there's some confidence. There's some confidence among. Uh, people in the Labour Party that um, that maybe Dominic Raab is in a bit of bother, and maybe in where's, where's Dominic Raab? Isha, Isha, and Walton mm, is that mm, Dominic Raab? Thanks, so, yeah. and that uh, Ian Duncan Smith is it, which is Chingford, isn't it? Yeah, um, it's in trouble as well. And Jennifer Arcuri is out there, and that was know,
1: hilarious, wasn't it? When she did you see her? I mean, on she's um,
0: she's very nearly saying what think she is eventually going to say there, isn't she? Did you
1: see the interview? I didn't see I've, I've only seen it um on social media but did you see when um she was on with uh, Pierce and, and Susanna oh, Reed yes, and, and, and then got beasted by Michael Lorraine Kelly who was just doing a link to her. She's great isn't she? <laughs> what's the point in coming what's the point in coming on if you're not gonna ask her questions? <laughs> she reminds me of that voice at the end that of sounded the like, like the late great Mr Scott from Star Trek. Oh, thank you, yeah. Well, I thought it sounded a bit like, do you know, what's the, um, at the end of the wall by Pink Floyd? Right. Oh, yes, it, yes, yes, yes. yes, If you don't eat your meat, you can't have any pudding. <laughs> How can you have any pudding if you don't eat your meat? <laughs> I think Lorraine Kelly might have done that little voiceover clip for, for Pink Floyd back in the day. Back in the day, very possibly.
0: That's um, the second time
1: I've done a Scottish uh, accent today.
0: Yeah, I'm sure, it's, I'm sure it's going to go down well with our Scottish no, listeners. No,
1: I'm a big fan of Scotland. I oh, know. Well, I've had this conversation with some of our Scottish listeners. Um, my, the entire side of my mother's family is from Kilmarnock, which makes me English, because I was born in England, but mm. I spent a lot of time there, like I love doing the accent. There you go. Yep. So you can get away with it. I can get away what you say. Yep, yep. My dad's side of the family are Irish. Oh, oh no! So not, I can Let's that. not go down that. Yeah, I let's not go that down that well. these routes. And I once had a girlfriend. It was Welsh. So basically, I can slag anyone off. And uh, and my mum, although she's Scottish, was born in Belfast. So I've got all the bases covered. I cannot offend you. Well, okay. <laughs> I think we'll let the listeners be the judge of that. But uh,
0: <laughs> but so I don't think you know. I, I think it's. Uh, I think there are worrying things for Labour. Clearly, um, it's very worrying to be 11 points behind in, in the Richard Porrick poll tracker. It is uh, at this stage of the campaign. Um, however, all is not yet lost. Live not Dems, yet moribund. Live abundant. Dem squeeze as well. You know, is 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 Joe Swinson is now saying, "Well, maybe I'm not going to be the Prime Minister after all." Does that bring in? You know, a, a couple of weeks out from the election, is she,
1: is she going to say we're actually going to stop campaigning in some of these seats? It's a massive uh, U-turn by Swinson it because, is. of course, there is printed material out there that says she is going to be the next prime minister. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Have you seen how she is taken to? She's obviously had this photo shoot done, which she was very pleased with. But she looks like she's sort of modelling for. a we were talking about catalogues last week, like Great Universal or something. Yes. So on page three, I think it is, or five of their manifesto that I was flicking through yesterday. There she is, like looking like she's modelling some new Lee jeans that you might want to buy looks, at two pounds um, fifty a week. For she looks sort a year. of
0: in command, doesn't she? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think you know. I, th- I mean, I think. What do you really expect to have happened to the Lib Dems so far? I don't. I, I really think that, <coughs> that although. It's it's so hard for the Lib Dems to achieve any sort of cut through at this stage, isn't it? And it all depends on, just just as it does for Jeremy Corbyn, it all depends on how she performs when she gets a chance to to to, uh, to debate. Yeah. And what what was you your know, view was on the, her? That was the breakthrough thing for Nick Clay, wasn't it? I agree with Nick. I agree with Nick. Standing on one leg. Yeah, absolutely.
1: <laughs> That's was strange, was not it? Very strange. <laughs>
0: um. Uh, so let's let's
1: have a look at the the manifestos then. Labour, well,
0: because the Labour manifesto we saw, didn't we? The, the fantastic scenes, and I think they were in were they in Birmingham? Did they launch it? In yes, Birmingham? they were
1: in Birmingham. Yeah, in one of the Birmingham seats, which I can't remember off the top of top head, but I think they've got a very big majority. And we saw of a bus draw 000. up. Yes.
0: And then the the door of the bus opened, and it was the bus is a bit like the it's red, isn't it? It's a bit like the with white writing on. it, It's a bit yeah. like another bus. It that does. We, that it we does remember. remind me of
1: the other bus. And yeah. then
0: they sort of all walked off, um, and it was very like when a Premier League team. It was. It was like when watching Manchester <laughs> City come off. Corbin came off, clutching his little Louis Vuitton man bag that he puts in his goal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. What did you say, Rebecca
1: Long Bailey had on the? <laughs> Doctor Dre, Beats, she had a Beats by Dre
0: headphones. Yeah, uh, John McDonnell was signing autographs for some of the young fans who turned up. Yeah,
1: what I did know was were they all then lined up with uh, little manifestos and held them aloft for the? For the waiting the But Keir Starmer but appeared to be hiding to me. He was right at the back. He's at the back, almost of a lot ducking of down. Yes, um, and sort of hiding behind. Like, just forget I was here. Which he sort of was at the election launch as well, wasn't yeah. he? Do you remember? Yeah, interesting. And he's not been been put up and been put in front of cameras, has he? Well,
0: it's very hard to put the, the shadow Brexit secretary up when you don't want to talk about Brexit. It is. Which, as we saw from the debates, which I know we will come on to, you know, it, Jeremy Corbyn
1: really does not want to talk about Brexit. OK, let's have a look at some of these um, manifesto pledges from Labour first.
0: I've got... I've got to say, I think this is a good manifesto from Labour. What from what I've seen, what I've seen of it, and I think it, a, a lot of the ideas um, will command widespread support. It is a really radical manifesto. It's it's it's. Does it have the shock factor of the last time? Maybe I'm not. not. Sure, no. um, but there are some good things there. The, a worry, a very worrying thing for Labour, I would say, is that when is the do people believe elements of it? It was very striking, That's wasn't it, thing. that when Jeremy Corbyn talked about the four-day week yeah. during the debate, people in the audience
1: laughed. Yeah. Um, I mean, th- th- there is things like that. Four-day week ain't going to happen. It's not going to happen. I mean, even with Labour in power, it is not going to happen. I'm already on a four-day week. <laughs> yeah, I've just not told my employers. 15 months. Um, <laughs> <laughs> tax rate on tech giants, I think. We could probably all get behind yes, that to some extent, good. without wanting to damage any business, of course. Um, top five percent to pay more tax—difficult to argue against. Difficult to argue. Um, climate apprenticeships and one million green jobs. Now, I'm going to talk about this and talk, and I'm going to I'm going to put it in with this council houses pledge. I think I think there startling fact I heard: something like th- only three thousand council houses were built last year in the whole country. Yes. Labour are saying that they want to build 100,000 council houses a year. I think that ups even further in the middle of the next decade. That's right, yes. Um, A cost of £75 I think we could all agree that there is a housing, uh, affordable housing shortage in this country. But the problem with that and these 100 million green jobs is that I think we only have 1.6 million people who are unemployed.
0: Yes. So
1: where are all these... Jobs? Are we? It's a four-day week for one of your jobs, and it's another four-day week while you're doing the other job as well. well. I mean, are we actually going to be working eight days a week under labour? Because not only have we got to do this podcast, we've then got to go and build some houses.
0: We might have to build. Do you, are you suggesting we might have to build some houses ourselves?
1: I think. It, well, I think that is what I, th- I think. You know, labour going fully costed. You know, all backed up. Yeah, but there's not actually enough people in this country to do all this stuff.
0: Well, you know, I think another reasonable point is that they is that the uh, we've, haven't we haven't we've been told that there's a crisis of skills shortage in the building industry isn't there yeah isn't it the, you know a huge that's right yeah skills crisis yeah. In, in the building industry yeah part and, and we know this because we covered it in the new european and on this podcast before it's one of the reasons that brexit is such a disaster yes absolutely um because you know we can't get people through training courses and qualifications quickly enough to, to replace the, uh, the the people that we're likely to lose.
1: And that's the thing, and I think Rebecca long was brought up on that. Um, on of the course, you can program. just do
0: it on a computer, can't you? Yeah, you can as learn uh, how to plaster as, on a computer. Um, as as uh, Esther McVeigh said, <laughs> um, doing it with architecture,
1: <coughs> and doing she, it on a computer. Uh, Rebecca long was brought up on that and said, you know, there is a skills shortage, and she so said, oh, we, you can learn to do plastering or whatever quite quickly. Can you? That's well, good. I don't know if she knows that. I certainly can't do any plastering. You know, but I like the way you said plastering. That's very good. What, is that a posh? Bit, well,
0: it's, it's sort of... What would it, I say? Plastering? Plas- yeah, plastering. plastering? Yeah, plastering. Yeah, but it's in the envelope between sort of Leslie Phillips and Nick Houghton, I would say. It's, it's a little bit... It's <laughs> and and di- so am I. It's quite disconcerting, <laughs> yes, indeed you are. And, yeah.
1: and, well, I, this accent's a put on. I'm actually really posh, and sometimes it breaks through. I'm just trying to get yeah. some... I'm going to get some man of the people man points. Man of the pod people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, free broadband
0: for all. Well, I mean, I think it's. A, I think that's that's very attractive. People laugh at these things, but free broad, broadband for all. Free owls. Free owls. <laughs> yeah, an owl in every. An owl on every. An uh, owl
1: in every sleeve. An owl. Yes, an owl in every larder. You know, like 20, your mum used to keep a tissue up her sleeve. Do women still do that? Well, it was a no, woman I think, thing. I think people still do it, don't do, they? Have you ever kept a tissue up your sleeve? Well, I, I've got a little cold at the moment. Have you I, got a
0: tissue up your sleeve? I've not got tissue up my sleeve. No, I've, I've never done it.
1: That. I've ne- I've, well, that's fine. That's normal. But I'd, I think this is a mum thing from the 70s and 80s and probably before. But I wasn't around then. No. I don't think... Ready to wipe the nose of a... of A, of a, a yeah.
0: feral child. A feral child, yeah. David Blunkett... The range of ill-advised accents.
1: David Blunkett's utterly awful autobiography. Which oh yeah. Somehow I read from beginning to end, which is in the smallest little... Where's David Blunkett? I don't know, I quite like David Blunkett. I've told you my David Blunkett... Should have been called, his, his autobiography should
0: have been called Electric Blunkett in my, in my <laughs> Oh, there's another thing that's
1: gone out of fashion. Do people still have electric blankets? <laughs> oh no, where well, Oh, I love... Do. My grandma, I used to have to sleep in a hallway. <laughs> Right, That's OK, this is, this is this is veering into the four Yorkshiremen <laughs> sketch. When I stayed at my grandma's, which I did every Friday I used to have sleep in, in a, a, hallway. a hallway. Yeah, in a bed. Oh, in a bed in, in a, a, hole- in you a hallway. You had a bed in a hallway. Yeah, and uh, and it had an electric blanket, and I loved it. And she used to leave it on all night. I mean, how oh, I survived. <laughs> I'd be cooked. I like <laughs> the fact that you had a ho- bed in a hallway. Yeah, it's true, yeah. Were you playing <laughs> Tory <Tori> Hospital 2019 <laughs> in- Let's play Doctors and Nurses <laughs> 2019, a <laughs> like Blade Runner version of the <laughs> Doctors and Nurses um, yeah, Time to Die. It's now, isn't it, Blade Runner? It's this week. Yes, that's right. It yeah, was on the November 20th, 20th, 20th is not it?
0: November the 20th, 2019.
1: Yeah. yeah, well, so it was yesterday. It was yesterday. We're actually in a Blade Runner future. We are now, yeah. Blade Runner is one of my favourite films. It's a wonderful film, and I watched the sequel again a couple of weeks ago,
0: and and it's it's as good as I thought it was when it came out. Yeah, when was that? About a year ago? Yeah, a year and a half ago.
1: I was really worried about the sequel, but it is actually yes, um, it's very good. It is actually very good. Right, Steve, I need to say about Harry's. Yes, tell me more about Harry's. Harry's, of course, I'm not one of. I'm not really in the market for Harry's. I'll tell you what. I'm going to try and convince you. Harry's um, is a is a shaving subscription so yes. they send you shaving kit so they've sent me a trial pack in it i've got a weighted ergonomic handle yes it's really cool and it's orange mine it's good um five precision engineered blades with a lubricating strip and a trimmer blade some rich there it is lathering shave gel oh yeah which smells great as well i like rich lathering oh.
0: he's a stand-up isn't he <laughs> american that's right
1: really very funny yeah. he is good <laughs> he's, didn't he used to be on um uh, whose line is it anyway?
0: <laughs> he <was with> Rich <laughs> Lathering and,
1: Yeah, it's Mike Shane, <laughs> and, uh, and you get a travel blade cover as well um, So my personal experience with Harry's Is that I had a beard The reason I had a beard really Was not that I'm some, like you Trendy, yeah. yes. shoreditch type yes. It was just that it hurts Saving your face hurts It does. can do Well, hey, not anymore This is the thing that really stood out for me Really smooth afterwards. Yeah. Really smooth. As you said, baby's bottom smooth. Yeah, I'm still not touching your face. That's fine. Um, And it was the the discomfort with Harry's gone. It's not there. Okay, that's good. Really nice, right? This shower, this shaving gel, whoa, lathering, lovely. (laughs) Slap it on, get it (laughs) off. Not a bit of pain. It was fantastic. Um, so let me tell you about Harry's. Let me tell you about Harry's, the firm. Well, set, set, up, great. set up by, we should do you now. Come on, get lathered. No. Set up by Jeff and Andy. Jeff and Andy. Jeff and Andy. Two ordinary no, guys. Harry. Two ordinary yeah. guys. They were fed up, as I was, with overpriced razors, and they started Harry's to fix to fix shaving. And by golly, they've done it. They knew, though, there was only one way to ensure quality. So you know what they did? Go on, tell me. They bought their own factory. Did they? So by taking less profit, Harry's offers great quality products for a fair price. Their amazing quality blades are almost half the price of the leading five-blade brand. So, got an offer for you guys. Get started shaving with Harry's today by claiming your trial set for just £3.95. Support our podcast, the new European podcast, and get your trial set delivered to you, including a razor handle, five-blade cartridge, foaming shave gel, and travel blade cover. Go to harrys.com forward slash European right now. That is harrys.com forward slash European. Good talk about Lib Dems manifesto we could
0: talk about the Lib Dems manifesto I was going to say on the Labour Manifesto as well you know the the, the stuff that people liked last time uh, nationalised the rail uh, rail system yeah which worries the me, Royal me, Whale nationalised water nationalized Royal Whale Royal Whale <laughs> was that <laughs> is that something is he given an we, interview the Royal Whale, <laughs> the royal whale has, <laughs> yeah. I did not eat any of that krill," (laughs) he said. Do you know that he's now
1: he's had to retire from duties? The Royal. Royal. Do you know that the Queen a real a real Moby Dick? Did you know that the Queen owns all the dolphins? Does she own the dolphins? She She owns all the swans. When they swim within a certain, you know, area of Great Britain, the dolphins. What noise do dolphins make? (laughs) When they go, she owns them. She owns them. So could we nationalise the dolphins? Well, that could be. We could nationalise that.
0: Could be in the. That could be one of the surprises that Jeremy Corbyn has up his, uh, his sleeve,
1: together with, with that his, Together with his tissue. <laughs> I tell you what. Um, I miss flipper. Flipper was good, wasn't it? Flipper. What's that, Flipper? Oh, the child's down a well. It was like
0: Lassie, but with a very dolphin. much so. It was dolphin based. Yeah, um, there was. It was more sort of aquatic crime based, wasn't he? I think.
1: Yeah, Flipper. yeah. There is. someone stealing a scourge of smugglers, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. And stuff like that. Yeah, that's what we need. Don't spend all this money on the border force. Get the Queen's dolphins. The Queen's dolphins and Swans. The swans are quite aggressive, aren't
0: they? So maybe they break could, your arm, supposedly. They could patrol the, uh, the nation's canals. Yeah. What we needed more swans on the streets. More swans. More swans. More swans. A swan, <laughs> an owl in every larder, a swan uh, in every bathtub, and, uh, and, then, uh, and then Britain protected. Imagine, do you think this could be a Brexit party thing? <laughs> there's a there's a man, isn't there? There's a Brexit Party <coughs> candidate, or he might be a UKIP candidate in Norfolk who who's yeah. personally patrolling the. David
1: Morland is a UKIP candidate. in, is in Norfolk? Apologies to the Brexit Party. I had a I had a chat not to really, him, I don't like um, a this week, party. and he he is he, he, whether he gets elected or not. Right, he's, he's doing it anyway. He's doing it anyway. And what's he doing? He's going to um, set up observation points or ob ob. He calls them military ob-points. Okay, ob-points, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, right around the North coast. He's going to man them. Personally? Personally. And he believes, he knows lots of secrets, he knows lots of secrets, and he knows for a fact, even though it's been wildly disputed <laughs> by everyone who actually knows, um, that uh, illegal immigrants are getting on boats in Amsterdam. Right. And they are being... Canal s- boats. Yeah, they're being sailed into the North Sea and they're getting they're grabbing hold of uh, wind um, turbines as they pass them right and then they're waiting there for another boat to pick them up under cover of darkness and bring them back to Norfolk now i wondered if actually they were grabbing hold of the blades and they were going you know like in wild boys the um, maybe they were the yeah. Oh, yeah 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 and then when they get enough well, momentum that would dry their clothes i suppose wouldn't it when they get enough momentum they've just just let go fwoop, yeah. and they are in chroma people <laughs> just landed on the high street <laughs> oh, it worked Can I get um, a crab sandwich round here <laughs> clearly um insane
0: uh, yes but maybe if he could train up
1: dolphins to repel these um, i'll have a word with him certainly yeah, 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 he's I'll probably not thought of he's probably not thought of that yeah dolphins would would work um Yes. Nothing, nothing quite as sane as that in the Lib Dem manifesto. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously their big thing is stop Brexit. Yes, um, is... Which I, I, I imagine we could probably get behind. I think that's a manifesto <laughs> commitment that I can get behind. This £50 billion remain bonus, I have a little, pro- little problem with that, because this is that old sleight of hand that, that politicians do. They say, I remember in 2010, having a big row with the Tories, uh, because they said, oh... We are going to save. I'm just plucking plucking this, this figure out the yeah. air. We're going to save 50 billion pounds yes. by not doing the pledge that Labour have pledged to do, which would cost 50 yes, billion. billion, that doesn't save anything, anything. Yeah, that's not saving money. No, that's isn't. like me going this month. I didn't buy a Ferrari, and therefore I have 100 thousand pounds to play with. Yes, um, that isn't. And, and this is a bit a bit like that. It's not a remain. They're calling it a remain bonus. Um, it, it. But. It, it's not going to be extra cash, because if we're not leaving, it'll just be no, This the is the cash we don't have to spend on it. This
0: is true. It's worth saying, though, that despite what you might have read, uh, if you read uh, Quentin Letts talking about this, or, or heard Quentin Letts talking about it afterwards, <coughs> Joe, I think Joe Swinson, actually, of the, the, the three party leaders who talked at the CBI on Monday, she went down by far the best, because, yeah. you know, one, stop Brexit, obviously, yeah. which business people they want like to do, because they know... It's going to be a disaster for business. but They're canny. Also, but also, uh, her plans do not involve an enormous amount of um public borrowing. Now, whether that is right or wrong, um, the, the plans did go down quite well. Some of the other stuff, you know, we talked about the the 1p income tax to fund the NHS. That's, well, that's, that's a long-standing Lib Dem thing. And I think,
1: I, I mean, I, c- legal, I can get behind that, but I'm a cannabis, little bit worried about ring-fencing the money. I think when you start ring-fencing taxes, you can get into all sorts of trouble. but uh, Yes, exactly. You know, but, but, you know, I'm broadly behind that.
0: Uh, A tax on frequent flyers?
1: Yeah, I mean... <laughs> frequent flyers, I would
0: prefer. Yeah. Boris Johnson's tax bill would be enormous. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I don't think anyone's going to disagree with the tax on frequent flyers, are they? Well, no. I mean,
1: legalised cannabis, well, um, you know, I've just quit smoking. Yes. So... Uh, not that I was smoking cannabis, <laughs> not
0: that you were smoking
1: cannabis, <laughs> just pop onto the roof in the office and have a, a joint just i don 't get on the hot knives it really can 't it, it 's not something that I would vote for or against is it a massive
0: me. i don 't think it 's a massive vote win it legalizing cannabis rail fare 's being frozen. I think you would probably say rail fares need to go down rather than be Well, the,
1: the, 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 the idea behind this is that they would freeze the railfares for a full parliament. Yes. Um, so potentially for five years, while they sorted out Britain's broken rail network, I think is oh, their okay. exact words. Um, I, I mean, again, difficult to argue against. These are all things that are difficult to argue. So it almost feels like an old Lib Dem manifesto back yes, it before does. Nick Clegg and before they had that time in, in government. Where we used to go, ah, oh, lots of nice ideas, but they're never going to win.
0: Well, that's true. I, I, I did think an interesting thing that the Lib Dems talked about, which I've not seen anybody else talk about, is mental health provision. Yes, so they are, which I th- think is a, 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 a massively important thing. And when people, you know, when people. Laugh at Labour about free dental care and and say you know do we really need all these council heads? I don't think I think people underestimate what huge problems these things actually are. Yeah, and I think excuse me, y- I, I, I did sound like I was going to start crying. But I was actually going <laughs> really to passionate. I'm very passionate about free dental, about free dental care. Well, my <laughs> teeth are
1: terrible, so yeah, um, The... The, the mental health thing is is important, and um parity of esteem for mental health is a is a big issue you know you You can be having the most dreadful time going through a breakdown and it'll take you six weeks before you see anyone and it might take you another eighteen months before you actually get any treatment yes. um It's terrible you know by which point for a lot of people very sadly it is is too late if you break your leg it 's fixed you know it is getting better within a day isn't it um and 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 it it needs to be sorted so again very difficult to to um to, to 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 say that that is that is something that that, that is nonsense it's it's a, it's a really good pledge and i I would like to see mental health provision provision a lot of talk about social care of course Tories are talking about it being a cross party thing but mental health provision um as as a as a lone standing health issue um to come more to the forefront i think in this um in this in this election campaign
0: yes me too. I think, that's, I think it's it's really important, and people underestimate this. Um, again, though, it's really difficult for the Lib Dems, isn't it? they being squeezed as any fourth party yeah. would be squeezed, third, fourth party would be squeezed. They really need a breakthrough in the debates, and, you know, I think it's, well, look, we've seen anecdotal evidence so far that traditional Lib Dem supporters, many of them are not, Impressed by the, the Swinsons' revoked strategy and mm. how strident mm. that she's been on that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's it's, it's interesting times for the Lib Dems.
1: It is. Uh, we talked
0: about the the uh, rail freeze. By the way, mm. the Conservatives want to open up loads of old railway lines. Don't they? Well,
1: the, the Lib Dems have said similar, actually. Have they? And they they also want to reopen a lot of old stations and uh, get yes. issued stuff back into use. Um, why? Well, what? What are you thinking? Are you thinking of, you know, fat, fat, fat controller came out of retirement. Yeah, I it's don't know. Need him, aren't we?
0: I mean, quite a lot of these, in my experience, quite a lot of these stations have had tram lines built on them, haven't they? In you know Manchester, Sheffield, places yeah. like that, Nottingham. Um.
1: And my view, my thought on that was that it was more rural um, lines that aren't that are maybe not used rather than the city right, centre okay. ones. I mean, I'm not sure. that's just my my thinking of it, but. Um, there there are some major rail um uh, pledges in the, in the lib dems i guess we'll have to wait and see for the other guys exactly what what their plans are but i think you know more and more people are using the railways it's very expensive um and in some, certain parts of the country it, it it it's crap well it is yeah um, when do you think the tories are going to release their manifesto uh, 13th of December,
0: So <laughs> because they didn't have a lot of luck last time, did they? So maybe this is a wise strategy for them. Do you remember
1: her turning up in that bus in Halifax? Oh, goodness me. <laughs> With protesters out the end of the street. Oh, and then she goes, I've written this book, it's basically how awful it's going to be if you vote for me. Yes. Now vote for me. Yes, exactly.
0: <coughs> uh, <laughs> it doesn't look good what we, from what we've seen so far, does it? I mean, the £37 billion for the NHS, OK do people really believe that? Is that gonna get people excited? Are people really are people going to be very excited about, you know, eighty five quid a year cutting national insurance rising to I think it's about rises to about four hundred quid, doesn't it, at the end? I'm mm. I'm 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 wondering whether where the the huge the huge idea is in this. raising the national living wage over five
1: years. I mean, that's good. Yeah, but
0: not, not exactly new. So, <clears> I mean, what what is it? Or is this just all about the NHS and playing defence and
1: not making uh, it It is. Of that stuff I mean, it, it is about playing defence, isn't it? And I think the, the strategy of the Tories going into that debate, maybe we should get onto the yes, debate we should, now, yeah. um, was a, a draw is fine by us. Yes. He didn't have to... He didn't have to reach did yes. he it was just Don't do it let them daft. say
0: draw is fine by <coughs> us and the tories saying a draw is fine by us that's a little marijuana <laughs> joke there for, for, for you playing at
1: home <laughs> oh do pass the duchy steve <laughs> but only only on the left on the left hand side <laughs> pass the duchy of of um what is he the duchy, duchy of, of the duchy of cornwall the duchy of cornwall <laughs> i was thinking the duchy of lancaster oh, oh, yeah. lancaster yeah who oh. is Michael Gove, I think isn't it? Isn't he the duchy of something? He's the well, I don't know. He's the Duchess of something? Isn't he? <laughs> That's what they call him. D- just Duchess, Duchess Gove, Duchess Gove. Uh, uh, so no knockouts in the debate. Um, no uh,
0: knockouts in the debate. Did the Tories? Did the Tories blunder over this fact check thing? Ah, uh, well. Where they? For for those of you who. Have come not to us paid to attention news, yeah then. come to us for the news they they changed their the conservatives changed their Twitter account to look like a an independent fact checking service and well, then have denied that there's anything wrong with this
1: yeah, I mean I think i I don't for a second think that um they didn't know they were going to get that kind of backlash, yes, the people in the Tory campaign h q are not daft they will have probably Wesley <laughs> Well, she, she's their social media guru, isn't she? Well, I'm t- I'm I'm reliably informed that what she's actually keeping the spirits up by by writing a poem a day. <laughs> she, she comes in at nine. She Fleming sets Westley's to work. Odd odes. She sets to work, and then and then by the end of the day, whether it's been a good day or a bad day, they all sit down, listen, and then they and then they chat about it a bit like a sort of book club. Good. Um, ask her a few questions, and that's it. So she she's the sort of Poet laureate of the Tory campaign I'm told i think I think
0: there's no way that it can be seen as, as anything other than a, a a big mistake and and, well, and if only you know maybe Maybe if you're in Birmingham, Ladywood, as I'm seeing on the screen behind me, you're not really bothered about this, this kind of thing, and you're not on Twitter, and you, you don't really care. And, that's, and that is a fair point. And I've seen people like Michael Govan and um, and uh, um, Nicky Morgan saying much the same. It doesn't really matter to anybody out of, outside of Westminster. Yep. But the Tories have been talking about this for the last two days now since the debate. You know, they've had to... Be defensive about it, and it's it's but, a, an it's an unforced error. I think. What what gain did it do? But it's it's but it, it is absolutely typical. Cummings, it is what of throwing the dead cat on the table.
1: J- yeah, j- no, um, I, j- I just don't think he, he he thinks he just didn't care, and he'd no. rather people were talking about it in a defensive way than not talking about it at all. But what it has done is it it's it's stopped them talking about what
0: was on the front pages of all of their supportive newspapers on the morning after the debate, which is Jeremy Corbyn refusing to answer a question about which side he would support in a referendum. True, true. So it's it's, it's blown them slightly off course and it's an unforced
1: error. Okay. well, I, I, I mean, it's difficult to disagree with that, but I do. Okay, good. That's fine. <laughs> not, not totally. I can, I can certainly see what you're saying. Um, and that Corbyn Brexit confusion. Though, what, what was your take on that? Because um, that was his stickiest moment, wasn't it?
0: Well, he, I mean, he he refused to he refused to answer it, didn't he? he? He simply blustered through it, and I think that that is something that will be returned to in, in future debates. But you know, the, the idea that this has been the is the Brexit election. Was not massively evident from no. that, uh, from that, and it's not been evident from the campaign so far. Labour was no, just Sky, who, l- <laughs> it's you
1: know, Sky who are obsessed with
0: Labour have quite successfully moved this on to, yeah, to yeah. other things, haven't yeah. they? Yeah, um, I think you're right so far, right. even if that is not reflected in the polls.
1: So, how did the Snap polling do? Uh, how was what does Snap polling look like after the? is this polling that you did? This is my Snap yeah. polling. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, yeah. actually, you did oh, this. Oh. Um, should have used Boric polling. And it,
0: it showed, didn't it, that. People thought that Boris Johnson had won the debate by fifty-one percent to forty-nine percent. Now, Boris Johnson has been polling 20, twenty, thirty points ahead of Jeremy yeah, yeah, Corbyn. Yeah, yeah. So that yeah. is actually—I mean, listen, Boris Johnson did not win that debate. And I think when people were asked that question, but they, did
1: Jeremy Corbyn?
0: Well, no. I, so it's probably <laughs> a yeah. yeah. I mean, if, if you if, if you could have said. You know, was it a draw? It was a draw. Well, or, 51
1: or, to 49 sounds like a draw to me. Well, it,
0: does sound like, it does sound like a draw. But if you could have said, I mean, clearly people, a lot of people would have said neither of the above won it. And yeah. they, they, they were probably discounted. Um, but some of the other things, you know, look like good news for Corbyn. How well or badly do you think they performed in tonight's debate? Boris Johnson, 59% said well forty one badly. Jeremy yeah. Corbyn, sixty seven percent of people said well. well so yeah. people so even people who thought Boris Johnson won thought Corbyn had Done outperformed well. mm. their their expectations. Mm. Who is more in touch with ordinary people? Johnson twenty five percent, Corbyn fifty nine percent. Who is more trustworthy? Johnson forty per cent Corbyn forty five percent. And the the, the the one where he still has a big lead is who is more likeable, who was more likeable in the debate, Johnson 54% mm. and Corbyn 37%. Mm. But I would suggest mm. that given the catastrophic personal ratings that Jeremy Corbyn has, that, that people finding him more, much more in touch with ordinary people, uh, performed well in the debate, he performed better in the debate and less badly in the
1: debate than Johnson and more trustworthy than Johnson,
0: that is, is a good result. Probably. Yeah, I
1: think, I, I think that the, both both sides will have come out of it reasonably happy i think the tories will have been boris boris didn't drop a clanger yeah um you know we we came out of it reasonably unscathed and labor will think that they, they perhaps made some ground i think they would have probably hope to make a little bit more ground yeah but I, I you know I, I don't think that they would they, it wasn't head in hands time for Labour, was No, it, it? was. and they've got some more chances haven't they because we're having more debates yeah i mean there's there's another two or
0: maybe three chances for Corbyn, there's three chances for joe swinson this all starts on friday the november the the, the 22nd doesn't it which is
1: today today if you listen to this on oh, my friday goodness. yeah if it is today yeah
0: then, what a way to mark the anniversary of the assassination of president kennedy then Watching Joe, Jeremy well, Corbyn, of
1: course, uh, President Kennedy was the the fam- famously the archetype of uh, of the, the TV well, debate. He was, yeah. I think it was. Oh, I've got a weird memory of stuff like this. I'm going to do. off the top it. Let's see if I'm right. I'm honestly, Go Steve. On. Am I googling anything? Yes, you're googling. I it am now. not googling it. I am not is, Listen, I'm not. He's, he's, I think it was the 26th of September 1960. <gasps> really, it was the first debate of four. That Kennedy had um, with Nixon. Yes, Nixon was the deputy president, mm-hmm. and or yeah. well, the vice president, as people like. To yes, say that's right. <laughs> is that what I call it? The, the deputy dep- <laughs> <laughs> the vice president. <laughs> can remember the date of it, but don't know. Yeah, what you the, don't know what the yeah. Um, and he uh, he wasn't prepared for a TV debate. He was going into it he was leading the polls mm. he was seen as the guy who knew about foreign policy he was good on radio yeah people generally liked nixon at this point kennedy went on nixon refused to have any tv makeup his suit was the same <laughs> color as the background set that's right or yeah. a similar shade and it was mostly we've well, we'll all been watching black and white i guess and he sort of blended in yes uh, he'd been ill and he'd lost a lot of weight and his suit was too big for him, wasn't and, it? The and he looked, was, and he was a bit unshaven, wasn't he? Well, the five o'clock shadow was coming through because of the lack of makeup, and he was also sweating. Yes. And sixty-six million people—I'm not again—not googling—sixty-six million people watched that debate in the US, right? Um, and for a lot of them, they went, "Yeah, I like that Kennedy," and they didn't watch the other ones. The, yeah, yeah. the viewing figures fell fell away, and of course, we all know what happened next. Um, yes. JFK was elected, Duly elected, but not by very president. much. No, it wasn't. It
0: wasn't a runaway victory, was it? It was by no means a runaway victory. Um, so there's another debate on Friday, but I think it's it's less of a debate, more of a series of interviews, isn't it? Or, mm. but, uh, and then we've got a, a, the Sky News debate uh, on Thursday. Thursday Only Swinson
1: has confirmed for that. We have, so yeah, that yeah. might just be yeah, which an is interview. Weird. And then there's a
0: BBC election debate in which, uh, which, is, which is a week on Friday, Friday the 29th, which you would have thought, you know, you're not going to turn up for two nights running, are you? And, and I think there's, there's Rishi Sunak is being put up for the, uh, who is... A
1: seven-way.
0: Yeah, oh, it's going to be chaos. Rebecca Long Bailey's going to be put up for Labour. Swinson will probably have to turn She'll up for Labour. Uh, and then we've got the the prime ministerial debate on uh, on the BBC, which is head to head Johnson and Corbyn. Um, so we never used to the have six. these.
1: I mean, we only had TV. We didn't have TV uh, election debates until 2010. No, I mean, there's a very good. Um, and now we've got hundreds of them.
0: Yeah, there's a really good article in the uh, print edition of the New European, which you you should all buy um, about how there was a brief attempt. Um, to uh, introduce TV debating in, in 19, uh, the 1959 election.
1: Oh, we could have got there before the uh, before the Yanks. So we did
0: get there just before we got there just before the Yanks, and yeah. there was such an almighty row um, in uh, in, the, in this debate which involved Barbara Castle. Oh yeah, um, that she um, was a good politician. That ba- basically people said this will never we, we will never be involved in anything like this again. There was some uh, there was some um, problem with the sound. So when <laughs> it so, sounds familiar. So when people, so when people in the people in the audience were basically shouting and screaming at the three panelists, but you couldn't hear the audience shouting and screaming and you could only hear Barbara Castle going, I've told you once, <laughs> and all of this and uh, and it was it was decreed did sound man. Did it, it was that decreed that, it? that's right, that it would never happen again and it didn't until twenty ten. Oh, so oh. it's a fascinating piece that Well I shall read that yes. To please, go along
1: with my American knowledge. Please
0: do. I think, you know, Corbyn didn't land any big punches, and he really... But some good nibbles. And he needs to land he a big, big punch. At 11 you points. Know, I quite, I've heard him give that his answer on anti-Semitism twice now, which is a good answer, and he doesn't talk about... You know, he doesn't really talk about what he's done to overcome it, but he talks about his life opposing racism and it's it's reasonably convincing but when he's asked about that surely he has to talk about the rampant islamophobia in the conservative mm. party and he let Boris Johnson off there mm. and on a number of occasions you know people have got a trust issue with Boris Johnson people feel like they can't trust him where is he saying you can't i don't believe you i don't believe a word you're saying don't about the NHS man. you would say that wouldn't you you can't trust a word you say you've been fired for lying
1: what about, I wonder when we're going to get some um, some uh, billboards. Some billboards? Well, very very soon, I think. Because yeah. that would be my... If I was you know, involved with Libber, that would I would just put a big picture of Boris Johnson and the word liar.
0: Well, exactly, yeah. I mean, there is a Boris Johnson Trust image, isn't there, which I think they've been trying out on, um, on, on Facebook. So, yes, maybe we'll see some of that. So it's been some week, and it promises it to be an, uh,
1: an interesting week ahead. Do you know what we found out this week? Oh, what, me and you, as a couple? Uh, as a couple? That will never you know have some, children.
0: Do you know something that I, I found out this week that I, I didn't know before? Uh. It is that the government are not responsible for poverty. <laughs> because Pretty Patel was asked, she went to Barrow, didn't she? And she carted off in a Barrow, I would prefer. She went to Barrow uh. and she was asked, um, she was told that in parts of Barrow, four out of ten children are born into poverty and, and she said, well, it's not really, you know, it's, well, it's not really just to do with me, is it? And, and they said, are you saying that the government is not responsible for poverty? And she said, it's not. It's all part of society and the structures. Local edu- authorities and education have a role to play and public services which are locally run. So child poverty in Barrow is actually down to primary school teachers and local bus drivers, yeah. and nothing to do with the government.
1: Yeah, well, I, I could get behind that. Yeah, it's good. Um, I, I, I presume Priti Patel then hasn't made it into the countdown of Brexiteer of the Week.
0: She hasn't made it into the countdown of Brexiteer of the Week.
1: But she is indeed a wally.
0: She is, a total wally. <laughs> uh, yes. Well,
1: um, why don't I go and look at my beautiful smooth face in the mirror, and then we'll come back and do Brexiteer of the Week. This is good. Brexiteer of the week. Welcome back, Steve. Please do crown a Brexiteer of the week.
0: Uh, well, I will. I well, will. Well, good. But before I do, to. I, I was going. I was just going to say. I just saw. I just behind behind you. I just saw the, oh. the face of um, John Healy. D- John's gone now. Rebecca Long Bailey is on now. But I just saw the face of John Healy, who Did is you? who is <laughs> Labour's shadow. Well, he Shadow he figure. Because he's housing, isn't he? Shadow yeah. housing. So he's yep. going to talk about all these new um, council homes. He's going to have to build them. He is going to have to build them. And he he looks like Voldemort with a nose, doesn't he? Ooh. he's
1: Yes, he does. He is. He, he's very sort of, you know... Um, I've never seen that. I, I saw the first Harry Potter movie and it was such garbage. Yeah, I'm all. not a big fan of... Harry Potter. No, me neither. I read twenty-five pages of the first book on a flight from Thailand. Well, so I'd, this I'd, is nonsense.
0: Yes. I'd, well, I had small children when they came out, and um,
1: what's your favourite kids' book? Uh,
0: oh, it, I think it would be. Have you read? Have you read? Well, um, big fan of Kipper the Dog, obviously. Ah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I liked I like his style. I like uh, his style. I like the owl babies. I thought that was very nice about baby owls. I like not now Mrs. Wolf. This oh, is that's not sure very that one. That's, that's very good. That is about a wolf who fattens up like a, not now Mrs. Wolf, I've got a headache yeah, sort of thing. She fattens up a duckling oh? to eat him. Oh. Um. Um, but of course she becomes attached to the yeah, quite dark at times aren't it i like yeah, um, yeah. the
1: tiger who came to tea by oh, j.k
0: that's a that's an
1: all time classic absolute isn't it? classic i've got lots of theories about that the, the theory is of course that it's about the second world war and stuff my theory is Mum's just got a bit of a drink problem yes she drinks all dad's beer and then has to make up some wild Caesar,
0: yeah Caesar tiger yeah. Uh, john head any other is there any other harry potter sort of political lookalikes um Peter yeah. Mandelson looks a bit like Snape, I think. Yes, yes, he does. Harry Potter, you can just imagine <laughs> him sneering, can't you, in the old Alan Rickman. I voice. Liked,
1: uh, I liked Peter Mandelson best when he had that mustache. Oh yeah, back in the eighties, it was great, wasn't it? Yeah, that was a great mustache.
0: Very good, and of course, um, what's he called, Vladimir Putin? Yes, looks a bit like that. What's the elf called? Dobby the House Elf.
1: Oh, really? He
0: does, does yeah. he? Anyway, anyway, sorry, I've been blown, off course, by uh, the sight of John Healy there. Um... I was gonna say, if you get the print edition of The New European, I've written this week about Michelle Dewberry, who does no. not look like Dobby the House Elf.
1: No, she f- for us
0: to frame in The Apprentice, of course. Did she win it? She was she did win the Apprentice. She won the Apprentice in uh, Let me guess, 2010. Two
1: thousand and six. Oh god, blimey. me.
0: She's standing for the Brexit party in Hull Western Hessel. Of course she is. You're right, she did win the apprentice. She doesn't like to talk about winning the apprentice though. No. In I fact, think she was fired in about a year. Wasn't she? When she launched her campaign she left to set up her own business, I think yeah. they fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when she um, announced her campaign, uh, she, she was in the Sun, and she said, um, "She said uh, there are too many serious issues in this campaign to reduce politics to the fatuous repetition of a reality show catchphrase. Mm. I'm, I'm joking, <laughs> she didn't say that, actually. She said, it would be great to look at Labour's candidate and say, you're fired. Oh. Um, and so I've written about her... Um, Michelle Duberey has got, I would say, as uh, is an astute um, media operator. And I know that um, this week she was in, you know, she's a toilet away in Hall Weston Hessel. Mm. She's going to split the Tory vote. She's probably going to let the Labour candidate back in, who mm. is um, Emma Hardy, who's quite a good yeah. local yeah, MP, yeah, I think. Yeah. Um, and the Brexit party is melting down all all around her. It's a total disaster for the Brexit party, which, of course, is wonderful. And she still managed to get in the papers this week because she's on Tinder. She joined Tinder. Mm. Uh, and her profile says, No smokers, drugs, cheaters, dimwits, or intense Corbyn supporters. Please. Intense ones? Yes, yeah, <laughs> all the other ones she's, she's fine with. <laughs> And I noticed that in 2017, when she when she ran last time in Hull Western Hessel as a as, a, as an independent, she was also joined Tinder on, on there. So, um, but pure, she, pure coincidence, she, I think, because she's
1: got a lot of time on her hands during the campaign. Well, I just think you know, I mean, the time to meet the man of my dreams. Yeah. I, to be fair, I, what what
0: Michelle Dewberry is doing in the Brexit Party, I've, I've got no idea. Because, Did she do because, because ki- compared to people like Martin Dorbney she makes, you know, she looks like Marie Curie next to people like yeah. that. She's she's a good she's you know, I don't really look, I don't agree with anything she says, but she's a very savvy operator. She's good in the media and you know, you would have thought they you would have thought she'd be a good safe seat for her as a Tory. Yeah. Anyway,
1: Enough about Michelle, do Enough.
0: Do you want to Did know who the Brexiteers of the Week are? Oh, yes. I thought we'd started.
1: Oh, we're just chatting about her, were we? We're just chatting about Tell her. Tell me about the Brexiteers of the Week.
0: So, then. Brexiteer of the Week, mm. uh, the runners-up. Yeah. Ed Punchard. That is a fantastic name. Brexit, it's good, isn't it? Brexit Party's candidate in Tynemouth.
1: Yeah. T- uh, Tynemouth.
0: Tynemouth, rather, which is up in the you northeast. Know, it's up in the northeast, it isn't is. it? Beautiful part of the country. Um, he lives slightly outside Tynemouth.
1: Right, so what, like uh, Washington? Somewhere or? like that, yeah. He yeah, lives in uh, Fremantle,
0: Australia, which oh. is 9,000 miles away.
1: Oh, that's some commute.
0: Uh, he runs a documentary-making business in Fremantle, Australia. He's produced shows called Outback Truckers. I've seen that. Dino that's Stampede. That's on D-Max. Is it? Dino is it? Stampede. Shipwreck Psycho, have you seen that one? No. He's, all of those are, uh, are his. Dino Stampede. Dino Stampede. Yeah, I'm not sure it's a reality show, but it's Dino Stampede. <laughs> Maybe it is in Australia. Maybe, yeah. Do they still have dinosaurs in Australia? Maybe they do, yeah. <laughs> <Maybe>. Bloody hell. RG. <laughs> um, oh, oh, interesting thing about him is that he is a survivor of the Piper Alpha... Ulrich disaster.
1: Ah, oh, the 80s was full of
0: disasters, wasn't uh, it? It was. That was in 1988. Yeah, I can't believe wow. that. 167 people died. He oh, obviously dear. emigrated straight after that because he's, he's lived in Australia for 30 years now. Um, well, he's coming um, back. But he is coming back. To Punchar. Uh, and he said, I've only ever passed through Tynemouth before. Oh. Um, but I'm renting a, he's, he's renting a home near the seawall. And he said, I keep my nose pressed to the double glazing, looking at the crashing waves... It's a different kind of beauty, but it reaches into my soul. Oh, it's a sensitive it size. And that is what I think when I look over at you as well. <laughs> uh, Patricia Mountain is a runner-up in Brexiteer of the no, Week. That's another good name. She is this month's leader of UKIP.
1: Yes. <laughs> Congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> it's like to, past the parcel. Who, who will it be in December? It will be Dave Morland, uh, He's clinging on to
0: a wind turbine. <laughs> Uh, she is a Brighton businesswoman. She's the interim leader for the, the general election.
1: She's standing probably, in Brighton. she would
0: probably be prime minister, <laughs> won't she? On December the thirteenth, UKIP's you, you candidate in Brighton what is their we, leader. Exactly. What if we wake up and it's Patricia Mountain for p.m.? 10, 10 p.m., the exit poll. She's got a mountain to climb. And you just got a picture of Patricia Mountain. Who? What the hell has happened here? That would be amazing. Her great idea, she's she's replaced Dick Brain, yep. obviously. Um, only, you know, only the UKIP could replace Dick Brain with a mountain. Um, 2015 she ran for Brighton Council and she had a, she's got an, innovat- an innovative solution to the housing crisis mm-hmm. um, which was the flying freehold. Do you know what that is?
1: Is, a, is it a bit like hotbedding? You know like, like hot desking in the office where you, you just queue up and you have your five hours in the bed and then... That's it. Her big idea was to build houses on stilts above um,
0: supermarket car parks <laughs> and industrial car parks. And I must say, I think that's genius, because I've always <laughs> wanted to live in a house on stilts, above a factory car
1: park. <laughs> right. Imagine. I mean, <laughs> I mean imagine. Coming back from a good night out. <coughs> Climbing up. <yeah. laughs> I mean, houses on stilts n- uh, happen. They um, do happen. But usually near water. Yes, exactly. Rather yeah. than near a car park yes and an industrial estate that like trolley lad waking up in the morning crashing <laughs> his trolleys going to
0: the supermarket uh wow. so yeah patricia matter so lots of luck with that flying um, freehold flying freehold um and then my final runner up is mr clacton brexit party another great name because he is he's not that's not his real name oh, mr clacton brexit party clacton brexit party by the way Clacton, hyphen, Brexit Party, one word. And his real name is Andrew Morgan. He was standing in Clacton. Andrew Morgan? Andrew Morgan. He was standing in Clacton for the Brexit Party. Then, of course, the great capitulation from the old nicotine-stained man-frog. He can't run here anymore. So Mm. he went, well, I'll stand as an independent. But what I really want is to have Brexit Party still on the... um, on the on the uh, ballot paper Mm. so he changed his name Mm. by deed poll Mm. from andrew morgan to andrew morgan klaxon hyphen brexit party Mm. and then they went so it is his name and then it is his name you said he won it is his name now but they said you can't you can't have it on the you can't have it on the the, the ballot paper. You're being stupid.
1: <laughs> well, that's not a reason to not have it on you just because you're being stupid. He said it doesn't. He said,
0: well, they said, are you going to ch- are you going to put this on your driving license? And he went, well, no. And said, like, are you going to you know put this on your, your <laughs> checkbook? And he went, no. And then well, we can't do it then. Checkbook. And he said, um, and he said, um, it seems to have all have been a bit of a waste of time. But at least I've made my point, <laughs> which I think. What I mean, what that point is, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> oh,
1: God. But the Brexiteer These are the adults. Week, These people are adults. They are adults.
0: The Brexiteer of the Week, however, and, yes. and perhaps the most baffling candidacy of this general election so far yes. is George Galloway. Meow. Who is standing in West Bromwich East. He's standing as an independent. Mm. Now, what do we know about George Galloway? He wears a hat. He can do a good impression of a cat when put in a leotard. He's got quite a big house in Stretton. Yeah, and he's a Brexiteer, isn't he? Yeah. So he's standing as a... It's Corbyn, isn't he? He's standing as a Brexiteer in West Bromwich East. Mm. He's standing against Nicola Richards, the Conservative, who is a massive Brexiteer, and Christian Lucas from the Brexit Party, who, yeah. as the name of his party suggests, is a massive Brexiteer. Is that George's son? That is George Lucas, yes it is. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, and George Galloway is a personal friend of Jeremy Corbyn. Mm. He is standing against the Labour candidate who's called Ibrahim Dogas, mm. who is a personal close personal friend of Jeremy Corbyn. And you go so you're standing you're a Brexit candidate yeah. standing against two other Brexit candidates. You are a personal friend of Jeremy Corbyn standing against another close personal friend of Jeremy Corbyn why Why on earth are you doing that and the reason that he is doing it in the first place is that he was going to run against the previous West Bromwich East MP mm. who was Tom Watson who mm. he didn't like who no. he'd fallen out with yeah. but Tom Watson stood down I stood down but, Jeremy, but George Galloway has not stood down no and it, I, <laughs> what what why this
1: is not the first time George Galloway has done something what? confusing
0: why what why?
1: Uh, anyway,
0: he said... He, he, he went to he, he went to a local meeting last mm, week. Yeah. He said, I'm not going to do the accent. I'll leave you to do the accent. Not from West Bromage. He said, I'm not from West Brom. Neither is Slav and Bilic, But he's taking you up to the Premier oh, League at the go. end of the season. You should look at me like that. Well, there we go. I mean, Which that's... makes about as much sense... <laughs> As the famous West Brom chant, boing, 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 boing. Yeah, he he's, he's, I don't he's, think. He's, he's gone completely boing, boing. Yes, has. do not want George? He's been boing, boing for a while. So George Galloway is boing, boing, and he's the Brexiteer of the
1: Week. What should the listener do right now, Steve?
0: Uh, don't vote for George Galloway. Yep. I don't think we can say that, can we? All uh,
1: oh, broadcasting. Oh, Yeah. So no, we can't. No, we can't. So we can, but we've also got to say: Can you also vote not for vote. Ibrahim Dugas? Can you also not vote for all <laughs> the other candidates in West Bromwich? Don't vote for Christian Lucas, Ibrahim Dugas, and all of the others. George Galloway or Nicola Richards. If you're in West Bromwich, uh,
0: please go to your podcatcher of choice and leave us a lovely review and a big star rating. Yeah. That will really help us. You can. Uh, uh, please take out a subscription to the New Europeans print edition. Do you it. You find all the details at the New Euro- European. Christmas is dot coming as well. I bear that in mind. <laughs> it is. You can really annoy. The Brexiteer (laughs) that you know by buying them a subscription to The New European. European. TheNewEuropean.co.uk. I'll make a Remainer happy. I'll make a Remainer happy. Which is what we aim to do. Which is what we aim to do. Please join our Facebook readers group. uh, And you can just like The New European on Facebook. And then on Twitter you can follow us for all the general election latest. If you don't want to wait for your news just (laughs) from this podcast. We're at The New European. And you can follow me on Twitter at Sanglesey, S-A-N, G-L-E-S-E-Y.
1: Or you can follow me at Porix. P-O-R-R-I-T-T. That was the New European Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already, go out and buy the printed product. It is in all good news agents now, and it is priced at just £3. Tons of election news, tons of Brexit, but also a lot of arts and culture as well. It really will brighten up your life. We'll be back next week. Until then, Mr Campbell, play your bagpipes. Here you go.